Okay, hi guys, weirdos and friends. Welcome back. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird, one of our one and done episodes. We're just, you know, we're 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 loose like a pair of Levi's after the third wear with no washing. Yeah, like that bra that you put on after work that doesn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're like when you wear a tight thong that literally compresses your anus and then you take it off and you put on like loose pajama bottoms. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. is if if this had this episode had a physical manifestation, it would be that. Not the compressed anus part, the putting on the pajama pants part. It would be the relaxed (laughs) anus feeling. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. For those brave souls who are still here, (laughs) thank you so much. Yes. What are we talking about today? We are continuing our theme of spiritualism. So this is in the spiritualism block. And this Mm -hmm. is signs that people who have passed, maybe your loved ones or people that you knew, are trying to contact you from the other side. Ooh, goosebumps. Cue goosebumps. Oh, this is a list that I am here for. Okay, so I put this together, or I found this article. Actually, I just got it on an article. Speaking of article, all of our sources per use are listed in the episode description. Uh, Okay, so I was putting this together, reading this article, and I legit kind of felt creepy vibes. I always feel creepy vibes. I just didn't. I And it was in the middle of the day. I don't know. I just felt, I don't know. I don't like it. I know. Okay, so this is, you know, it had to go to the queen herself, Oprah. And uh, Oprah, this is on Oprah.com. And it is by an author by the name of Rebecca Rosen. And she wrote the book, What the Dead Have Taught Me About Living Well. So this is kind of exciting and you know I was thinking about this just to kind of get started with this I I go to therapy I feel like if you've been listening for a while you I've probably said that so you've known that um my therapist said that her dad was a big fan of Harry Houdini and when Harry Houdini uh was living his life he told his wife look for this sign after I am dead, and this will be the sign of me reaching out to you. And I believe it was white roses was his sign. Mm -hmm. So he said, look for white roses in an unexpected place or in a specific place. And uh, she did, and she found them, and she saw them. And that was kind of confirmation that he had passed, crossed over, and that he was happy or in reaching out and saying hello. So my therapist like I said, her dad was a fan of Harry Houdini. So my therapist and her dad did the same thing. And she didn't tell me the sign. And I didn't ask because Mm -hmm. I wanted to respect her privacy. Yeah. But she did say that she'd seen the sign. That's a beautiful story. And very timely. I know. Because Houdini is very, going to be very uh, intertwined Mm -hmm. in our next couple of episodes on spiritualism yes he is so and and I also I I wanted to um you know that was kind of a 
a sacred moment between my therapist and her father. So Mm -hmm. I didn't also want to pry and get like the juicy details because that was just would be. Because clearly you would have shared it on the podcast. Yes. Um, But (laughs) so I thought that was really sweet. So that's that's really beautiful. I want to do that when it's my time. Okay, we'll give each other a sign. (laughs) Yeah. Husband schmudgebins. No, I didn't. I never met my husband, but okay. I That never even crossed my mind. So I'll, I'll think of a sign. I'll get back to you on it. But I feel like I can only tell you because that's the mm-hmm. other thing is if you only tell the one person, then you know that there's nobody else interfering. Yes. Yes. What if our like millions upon millions of fans hear my sign to you? And they all see it. And then they all just make it happen. Yeah. They manifest it. No, they physically. Oh, to me. So I see it. Yes. I mean, that would be... I'm like, you'll see a baby elephant in your front yard, and then there's millions of people that listen to this podcast (laughs) bring you baby elephants, you know? It's a lot of elephants. It's a a lot. I mean, between the elephants and the sheep and the bear, I mean, fuck. Honestly. I need to get a a guard donkey. That'll help. They're mean. A guard donkey? Mm -hmm. You, You haven't heard of guard donkeys? You have a bear problem. They... I'm telling you... That bear would be no match match for a guard donkey. How small is this bear? Is it a koala it's bear? It's actually a very giant bear. <laughs> it's a koala bear. Yeah. Aww, do you, that would be cute. Where do you live? No, it's a giant. I'm in Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just checking. Anyways, I'm so such on a tangent. Okay. So this is uh, excerpts from the book, What the Dead Have Taught Me About Living Well. Um, and it's basically the book is actually, it's pretty cool. I think I might look into it. I used to, um, read books off Oprah's, uh, book club list. And I feel like this was on it, or I feel like I watched like a visual podcast of Oprah interviewing this author. It was ringing like some bells for me, but, Um, it's basically a book about how spiritual mediums identify the presence of departed friends and family. Okay, so we have the first on our list, which is dimes. So I didn't know this, but I guess spirits can inspire coins to appear around you in unusual or random spots. Now, it's not just like a penny here, a penny there, but it is like could be very specific, like a quarter, or you always see a nickel and a penny together, or you always see two dimes together. And they're always Mm -hmm. in places that you wouldn't normally see coins. So like, okay, at a laundromat, you see some coins, like obviously there's going to be coins there. But yeah, um, and it could just be a message from the other side saying like prosperity is coming your way or it could be your loved one telling you to value your worth. Um, it just is so cool. So if you see um, like if you like typically find random coins or very specific coins in random places or maybe even the date on the coin is significant between you and that person. Oh, I like that. That's like that movie, um, oh, Christopher Reeves movie. Oh, God. I can't remember what it's called, but he's supposed to have traveled back in time because he fell in love with a lady in a painting. I haven't seen that And then one. he acts it. It's, it's 
obviously very old. But then he accidentally left a penny from the real time <gasps> in his pocket. And then he pulled it out and he looked at it. And then it sucked him back into the time he was supposed to be in. What? He had made himself able to like travel back in time in his mind to find the woman in the painting because he fell in love with this painting lady. And then, yeah, he fucked up and left a penny in his pocket and then he got sucked back. Okay, I'm going to have to Google that. I haven't watched that since I was a child. It might be terrible, but I was obsessed with it as a kid. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> like, imagine that me, the fucking weirdest child ever. Uh, also, if any of if anybody out there on the other side wants to leave me, like, 12 billion dimes, <laughs> I'll, I'll take the hint. Coinstar, I'll where you it. at? <laughs> okay and next another kind of sign from the other side would be a certain aroma so did you have Mm -hmm. a grandpa who always smoked cigars or your mother who always wore a specific kind of perfume or a special kind of perfume or even like a, a cooking fragrances or just really any kind of smell um Mm -hmm. they can let you know they're still with you by kind of bringing on that smell that would would remind you I've never had that happen the house that I grew up in everybody just thought this house was haunted mm-hmm. um, sometimes in the kitchen a very strong smell of cigar smoke would come into the kitchen and when it first started happening people would go outside and the kitchen was situated on the back of our house so it wasn't you know like right off of the street mm-hmm. or whatever um when it first started happening, people would go outside and kind of look around to see if anybody was smoking. Yeah. But there never was. And it was an old house and there was some staining, like somebody had smoked inside in certain spots. Uh-huh. So we always thought that it was somebody from the other side. It was somebody from the other side. Well, I had a false alarm. I When I first moved to this house, I would get, and we kind of live out like where there's not a lot of people, you know we're Mm -hmm. not super close like and um so I would get a whiff of cigarette smoke every once in a while and I'm like you know my grandmother who I was close to was a smoker so I'm we I think like is that Grammy's like is she just you know I could just see her just you know smoking like a chimney went light and she always used to light (laughs) one with the last with the one that she was smoking yes yes she would do that oh my god um but it turns out my neighbor smokes in her backyard secretly. So I, it was nostalgic for a second and then it just became secondhand smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so that was oh my, my God. false alarm. But um, I always thought that reminds me of the movie um, with Arquette, um, Stigmata. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. would smell like rotten smells, but then she would smell like um, beautiful floral mm-hmm. smells, like de- depending yeah. on who was um, possessing her body, I think, yeah. or who was near her. I, um, that was a scary movie. There was an old movie. I think it was called The Uninvited. And whenever the ghosts would come, they would smell like her floral perfume. No. And I always thought that that was so romantic, though. It was her mother. Was it a scary ghost? There was two ghosts. There was one scary, and then there was one good. If it was a good ghost, that was scary ghost. I'm like, no scary ghost. 
Um, all right. So the next one, this one does happen quite often. And I just t- t- like take it off as uh, miswired electrical. But mm-hmm. because ghosts are something to do with electromagnetic um, mm-hmm. They, I guess, can manipulate or or people that have passed. I, let's just say ghosts for like, for lack of a better term, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they or spirits or entities. Ghosts is just easier to say. Um, they can manipulate electricity easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could have. Uh, flickering lights you could have blown bulbs you could have um, television disturbances radio disturbances computer appliances Um, these are all kind of typical spirit moves saying hello (laughs) big summer blowout (laughs) (laughs) did you just watch frozen (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like on repeat here Okay, so this is kind of freaky. It's very Sixth Sense. Um, The best movie. Totally holds up. (laughs) Yes, it does. So sometimes ghosts or spirits like to use other people or even children as like conduits to get their message through, which is so freaky to me. But like, have you ever heard um, like maybe your kids or, or something say, something that your loved one used to say all the time or a person on the street say something that your loved one used to say all the time or you know like a specific saying Mm -hmm. you know like um so they would do use other people as kind of like to relay the message which is kind of cool and so this has happened to my mother-in-law but songs uh songs on the radio songs on you know just they have some kind of control of what songs that play. Um, That's cool. It is cool. And and sometimes they could do several songs in a row that um, – and these could be like songs with a great message for guidance. Like maybe if you're seeking guidance in specific kind of area, maybe your love life and a certain love song comes on and it's like kind of giving you guidance – and then maybe a song after that comes on and it's like giving you the same kind of guidance. Like, I just think that's really cool. That is cool. The, th- the sayings that I'm thinking of that would apply to me are very old fashioned sayings. So if I heard my kids say any of them, I would 100% think that's what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would know that they didn't just think of it. Yeah. Or hear that at school or mm-hmm. just like come up with it, you know? Yeah. So another one is dreams. I think we all kind of know this, like dreams, they kind of like you in an altered state of consciousness and it could help, you know, give you directions or visit you or say hello or, Mm -hmm. you know, this one is weird. I've never heard this one before, but it is billboards or signs literal signs yes so i want to read this from the clip from her book um sometimes it departed and your guides will use literal signs to capture your attention uh these signs or billboards advertisements street names shop signs and flyers generally address a specific 
specific question you want to answer. Signage is everywhere, so it's up to you to discern the difference between the messages that are inspired or insignificant. Hmm. And this That's is, it's, weird. she goes on to say, this is one of the instances where you really need to trust that you know, that you will know it when you see it. Um, You know, that seems really, uh, maybe you could see that as like reaching, uh-huh. like, oh, an actual sign. But it's kind of like with the UFO phenomenon, it has sort of evolved with human kind. Mm-hmm. What people used to see has changed to what people see now. It's almost like when we see these things, it's evolving with us. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because it's kind of like our own projection. I don't but that's know. what it made me think of. Like people used to say that things, you know, people used to describe UFOs in certain ways and it was very in line with their experiences at the time mm-hmm. versus now. Yeah. I don't know. I It's all very mysterious. Um. I think it's cool, though. I think it's I, – I don't know. I think you – you. I think that you need to um, – She and she says at the end of this, which is kind of cool. I think I'm going to get this book, actually, um, that you really have to set an intention to be open to these signs. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, the more open you are, the more um, it increases the frequency. Um, so I, I don't know. And I think maybe that's why kids might be a, a good conduit for, for ghosts or, or entities or spirits because they are kind of just a little bit more connected. Like, I always feel like kids and old people, they're just like they're newly from and newly going or soon going. Like, they just have a, mm-hmm. a stronger connection to what's – what's before us and what's um behind us you know yeah it's like it's thinning yeah I can't and have you just noticed like kids and or like old people and babies they just have like this weird connection mm-hmm. it's I totally. just uh noticed that but okay so then we have some from another list um and this one this list includes wind chimes so wind chimes can be a form of communication for spirits, which, okay, I, all right. Um, so feathers, stones, symbols, and numbers. So these are these are signs that are kind of older, like they could have been used for a long time, whereas the billboards and the change would be newer signs or more modern signs I guess yes so this could be like if you uh you know if you always you're out in nature and you always find a white feather or um or you always see a heart everywhere you go like a shape of a Mm -hmm. heart everywhere you go or you see the same sequence of numbers it could be uh, uh, perceived as a message from um, the other side birds birds could also Mm -hmm. be signs of your loved one um saying hello and most of the time they will do something unusual to get your attention the birds Mm -hmm. I've always wanted a crow to come live at my house and be friends with me (laughs) there was a crow at this camping place that I went with my family and it was completely domesticated Uh uh-huh people were petting it no it was playing with the lifeguard's whistle at this little water part. 
No way. I shit you not. People were petting the fucking crow. Okay, that's And it's cool. be- then they were like carrying it out by its feet. Not in a mean way, but the crow was like perched on its hand and they were like holding its feet and walking it to the fence to get it out of there because no it was way. trying to basically go on a lazy river because it was so used to people. It was quite strange. And then it pecked everybody's eyes out. <laughs> yeah, and then the birds attacked and murdered us all. And then it plucked people's brains from their ears. I don't know. <laughs> I know that there's so many stories about crows being smart and doing these things, mm-hmm. but watching that crow, I was like, that's basically a fucking cat. <laughs> that's how it was yeah. acting. Like they were rubbing its head and its beak was open. Like it was saying, oh. Yeah, and they it's will bring weird. you gifts. Little The crows will bring you gifts. Yeah, Dude, they bring you. I I always wanted a crow, but a wild crow, not a domestic crow. I want a wild crow that is like lives in the wild. This crow was wild, but then they fed it so many French fries that it just <laughs> fucking hung out. <laughs> um, and then the last one on our list are photos. So like, you have a photo on your wall that never seems to be straight, no matter how many times you fix it. That could mm-hmm. be a message from the person associated with that photo saying, hello, summer blowout. <laughs> so my, the cross in my living room that keeps turning upside down. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. And now I will have five nightmares. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so that's a list. So if you have had any of these things happen, that is so fucking cool. And I hope it is someone that you loved that is just letting you know that they're okay and they're thinking out, like thinking about you, watching out for you, trying to send you a message and guidance. Because I really do think that spirits and ghosts of our loved ones really do try to send us guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had a situation. It was the only thing I went through, you know, quarantine was tough for all of us. Last year was extremely tough for me uh, emotionally. It was terrible. I was probably at my lowest. And I was, you know, it was just, it was just rough. Um, And I started, when I started to kind of take care of myself, and that's when I started going to therapy and just trying to like, feel better and kind of like, you know, I, uh, just do things for myself and take better care of myself. And it was kind of scary for me as someone who is codependent. Um, I, you know, questioned myself and all uh, during this time I was kind of questioning like my life and it, the decisions I was making, if I was on the right path, like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And, all of a sudden, my house was inundated with praying mantises everywhere. They didn't come inside, but they were outside. There was dozens of them. There was brown ones, green ones, big ones, little ones, like all kinds everywhere. And they would be on my window, my bedroom window. They were on the screen and they would they were there night after night after night for weeks. And then I would go in the another part of my house and I'd look up and there'd be a few on that window and then I'd work in my yard a little bit I look around there'd be one two in the bush next to me and there'd be some on the back of my house when I was out in the back of my house like it was just bizarre it was weird weird and bizarre and I looked it up and I looked up does praying mantis have some kind of like spiritual meaning 
because mm-hmm. I was, I don't know, I was like looking for something like this is weird. It is weird. And they are supposed to be otherworldly. They do look like aliens and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be kind of like a messenger from beyond this world letting you know that you are on the right path. That's incredible. So I was like, okay, I'm on, I'm going to take this as a sign. My my mom, who is a Christian, would say it's a God thing. I'm not Christian, so I don't say that. But, you know, it, it was something. I, it was something. Just That's telling awesome. me, letting me know, okay, you're on the right path. This is what you're supposed to be doing. So it was cool. It was cool. That is really cool. And I know that I'm not a swarm of alien-esque insects <laughs> but I think you're on the right path too oh thank you for what it's worth thank you so much it is worth a, a lot coming from you love you I love you okay now that we're all like weird and gushy <laughs> <laughs> um I think that's a great time to wrap this up if you've had these experiences Email us. Let us know. Send this is, them in. It's just so cool. You could DM us on Instagram. You can email us at happyhourgetsweird at gmail.com. We would love to hear your um, responses. If we get enough, we'll do an episode of them. We want to do a weird listeners episode so yeah. badly. Yeah. So send them in. If you have them, if you haven't had them, look for them. Open yourself up to your loved ones. Don't open yourself up to anything that doesn't know you or you don't, you're not... <laughs> Don't open yourself up too much. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if you've had loved ones that have passed, you know, just you kind of have to be an accepting habit. And and you can raise your vibration too, I believe. If the higher you raise your vibration, which I think the highest vibration is love, um, Mm -hmm. the higher you raise your vibration, the more open you are to kind of receiving messages. So I think it's cool. I think it's real cool. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Next episode, we will do a conclusion, the death blow to spiritualism and modern day spiritual and what that looks like. Yeah. And uh, look out for Houdini because he's yeah. all over the damn place. He is. He's His fingerprints are on everything. So uh, on that note, don't forget to love yourself. Lock your doors. And light some sage. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Mm-hmm.